At last. Welcome, Neil. I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole, hmm? You could say that. I can see it in your eyes. You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he is expecting to wake up. Ironically, this is not far from the truth. Do you believe in fate, Neil? No. Why not? Because I don't like the idea that I'm not in control of my life. I know exactly what you mean. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there, like a splinter in your mind, driving you mad. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Matrix. Do you want to know what it is? The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room. You can see it when you look out your window, or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? That you are a slave, Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. The red pill, together with its opposite, the blue pill is a popular popular culture meme, a metaphor representing a choice between the red pill, representing a life of harsh knowledge, desperate freedom, and brutal truths of reality, and the blue pill representing a life of luxurious security, tranquil happiness, and the blissful ignorance of a harsh of the harsh realities of life, basking in an essential dishonest illusion. The terms popularized in the science fiction the blue pill was like staying in the red pill was entering the matrix 
what the reality is, bro. And this guy's saying he's taking both pills. What the fuck? Like a rogue wave, let the water spill. My friends are crazy, 88, call it Kill Bill. Ask me red and blue, I took both pills. Uh. And the is dripping up the farts like a band trail. We got four bottles, hey. Smash it on a granny, you can smash it to your face. Yeah. Never running low, you know we stack up out a case like an old rib. Let it marry you. Tell the reaper to his face, I'm scared of you. I scared of you. Tonight is a night, we gonna carry you. Lift the spirit with the spirit. What does that mean? You give me red or blue, I take both pills. Does that mean you just what? It means you internally explode. Because <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you get to do you get to kind of go down the middle and experience both sides. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm serious, bro. I'm serious too, bro. Like, like, is that like you coming out of the Matrix? And going in, I mean, you going into the Matrix and seeing the true light of what's going on? What or is it like, and you kind of get to be that ignorance every once in a while where you totally forget about that experience? What did you just say? <laughs> Bro, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this kind of ties into a little bit about like suffering. Mm. We were talking about last week mm -hmm. and the week before that. Probably the week before that. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, <laughs> but like I'm starting to take a perspective now of we had a podcast where we talked about where there I was supposed to I feel like I had a confliction between myself of whether I'm supposed to accept the suffering. Oh, that was tough. You that was a that? tough podcast. It was tough. You're just like, or you're just or like, like oh, we I hate suck. you. It sucks or whatever. I'm taking the approach. I'm starting to find out that who's, I think it was when I was talking to you and your dad on your phone. Yeah. Dude, that's where it hit me. Oh my gosh. When I, I remember you that. You and your dad on your phone and you're just like, your dad was just on a tyrant. He was, was just going, like, bro. I was getting chills. I almost cried. I was like, what the freak? And I was crying. Oh yeah, like, like I was about to, I was freaking. The problem with people is they feel like they should never suffer. You know what I mean? Like he was going on that tangent, Gosh. and just and you were just like, he's like, you need to go through it. You need to do the hard stuff. You know what I mean? And he was just like, he was just like, oh, you fail if you keep going. No, you keep going. You fall down. You suck. You get back up. That's not failing. Yeah, that's winning. And what, what? failing is when you you fall down and you just give up. You don't do anything. That's failing. Hey, are we doing this podcast talking in our normal voices? I don't know. <laughs> I just went right into it. Let's just keep it. Let's keep it, bro. Oh, dude. Why not, normal bro? Voices. Normal voices, baby. Let's go, Ooh. baby. <laughs> Kabloom. But anyways. Yeah. So this is where I kind of Are we like, doing this right now? Yeah, we're doing it. All right, we're doing this. So this is where it kind of like tied in for me. Today, like, remember I was telling you I was talking to some... Yeah. One of my customers. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you who it is. The dude was like legit bad A, bro. Like, okay. Dude, stop. Oh my gosh. Hey, Trump. if y'all can't tell, we're both these guys right now. If you didn't know, freaking wow. listen. That was legit. That was pretty legit. I was like Robin Williams type stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he was, uh, he's from Iowa and he moved here. Yeah. Born in like Colorado. Colorado. So like, he was just like, I'm like, Oh, what'd you come here for? He's like, Oh, I just miss the mountains outdoors. That's like, that's what I do. I love it. 
Like, nice. oh, like, so I was like digging a little deeper. He's like, yeah, man, like skydiving here is awesome. Um, like, you what? know, skiing. And I like to do my triple backflips when I hit those big jumps. I'm like, this guy's crazy, bro. bro. And he's like, <laughs> triple backflips. Dude, and he's like telling us about all that stuff. I was like, so I said like, oh, so you're like adrenaline junkie. And I'm like, he didn't, it didn't offend him. But he's like, you know what? Because he was a super cool dude, like way nice. So like, you think about some dude, like if you said something like that would offend him about the things he does, how they respond. Like, I think yeah, I usually yeah. like, you're just like, like, what? I get that all the time, whatever, you know? But he was just kind of like, no, man, you know what? I have a, I have a dis- different perspective on that. I'm like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. It's like, you know, I think it's more so like, it's not like you're not chasing the adrenaline. I'm not chasing the adrenaline. The adrenaline doesn't, doesn't the thing that gives me the high. Okay. It's more like the perspective I gain when I'm like near death. Oh my God. I was just like, what? dude, I got like, I just what? got the biggest chills. <laughs> and me and Zach looked at each other and like, you got to know it was that like big old muscular dude. Wow, we need to call him. We need to call him right now and get him on. Big old muscular dude that just dude. snatches top in the state record. Yeah, he's 333 strong. pounds. Snatch. He's a strong. I just typed in snatch in my search bar. <laughs> oh, no, you did <laughs> Instead of Zach. Instead of Zach. <laughs> Whose contact popped up? Whose contact Don't up? worry about <laughs> it. Don't worry. No one here. Whose contact was I it? Look at this. Snatch in there. We're looking for Snatch, not Zach. Holy cow. I hope he answers. It's 10 o'clock. He's probably not going to answer. Little Brody. Yeah. Little Brody. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we did that all the time for like two months straight. What, what else did we do? <laughs> I know, but what else did we do? That's what it was. What the? Yes! Tito! Zach, Zach, bro, listen. So I was telling Bo the story about the dude we met today. I sold that accord to. Oh, Logan? Logan, bro. Logan. What was that about, bro? He's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was just telling him about his perspective on like, dude, that's crazy. He like legit said, he legit said, I like the feeling I get when I know I'm moments from death. Like, yeah, yeah. Bro. Uh, yeah I mean, who, who doesn't? Who doesn't? He says. <laughs> Why are we doing this to him still? Let them all go to sleep. All right, I love you, Zach. Sorry, I'll let you go to bed. Okay. Okay. Ciao. Bye. 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 He well, did a very good job he did not. Terrible job. I was expecting a lot more out of that. Anyways, yeah. you're talking about. I can't stop. Okay. There's monsters. You're saying like this is. You gotta explain this more to me because I don't understand. He so said. He says that he 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 doesn't see it as an adrenaline junkie or seeking adrenaline, but he likes to see the experience of being seconds from death. So yeah. He, he, he the likes, perspective is the word he, he likes the perspective it says I just have a different perspective on it I don't you know I don't chase <sighs> adrenaline it doesn't the adrenaline doesn't give me a high what gives me the high is of just hanging on and being moments away from death 
Like, like he's like playing with that line. What if he dies? That's what I mean. Like, he, that's what I. So I think, and that's the other thing, dude, is when he, we were talking about, it, I'm like, bro, is like when you're like doing it, and you say you're not doing it for adrenaline. Is it like, do you feel like you understand death more because of that? He's like, I don't know if I understand it more. You asked him that? Yeah. I'm like, shit. He's like, I don't know if I understand it more. It's more so that it's just like, like they say, it's kind of cliche. It's like, because I've faced death, life has more meaning. Meaning. Like, life is more exciting. Because I'm like there. Dude, I feel like a human piece of poop right now. I'm like thinking about it as like, like if you look, if you live that way, I feel like you could like love your life so much more. Be like, oh, I'm stuck in traffic. That's not really bad since I almost died four feet from the, like the ledge that I almost fell off of rock climbing with no harness. Yeah. Gosh, dude. But you know, that's you, crazy. But do you have to like take it to that point to kind of feel alive? I don't know. That's a so that I think that's kind of back to the suffering thing, though, right? Mm. Because like you like feel like suffering is a bad thing. That's like what we've been molded into. Mm. Like suffering's bad. Mm. Suffering sucks. Yes. But like when you take the perspective of like I was thinking like now like suffering is fun suffering should be embraced because like that's all life is so it's kind of like the whole like (laughs) facing death you know what i mean it's just like you get more perspective like almost like i feel like almost like suffering you just said that's 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 what life is is suffering this morning i called my dad dude i called my dad sam and i was like hey dude what's up dude he's like what's up i was like what's up man you doing okay he's like no i'm suffering and i was like oh me too he's like yeah you suffer then you die and i was like oh that's nice She's like, yeah, you suffer and then you die. And that's it. That's all life is. And I was like, oh, brother, that's like kind of harsh. <laughs> but it's like kind of true because if, if you can embrace the suffering, then you can realize that like even though you're suffering or going through something, you can appreciate all the good things like way more. Like it's like, yes, it's oh, it's like Adam and Eve stuff. It's like, you know, you can't the good without the bad, like. Yeah, but and yeah, I don't it's, know. It goes deeper than that, though. It's like, but it's like even like going back to like these people that like do some like incredible feats, like one dude that does fifty triathlons in fifty days over fifty states. What? Like I, I'm sure fifty triathlons in fifty, 50 days. Fifty days in fifty states. That's he's, not he's possible. That's not possible. How is that possible? He's like the, what do they call him? The Iron Cowboy or something like that. (laughs) I'm serious, bro. Look him up. He's he's legit, dude. What? And uh, I remember I first heard about my uh, boss sending me a video about him. Like to kind of jack us up when I was back in the (laughs) day. You know what I mean? Back in the day. You know what I mean? So like, (laughs) he, he said that to me and he talked about that. And he's just like. What's it called? Iron Man? Iron Cowboy. But he did 50 Ironmans. That's what it was. 50 Ironmans in 50, 50 days. Or was the triathlon? Mm. I can't remember. But anyways, he like he had to approach death a few times. And whenever you see these people, 
that like do like oh these gosh, ultra marathons comes. and everything. Like they almost have like this. They don't have like this. Oh like gosh. they have this point of like they just don't even. They don't even try to like explain oh, the pain they went through. Terrible. But you know what I mean. James Lawrence, thirty-nine-year-old triathlon coach and personal trainer, set out on a grueling endurance challenge on June sixth in Hawaii to complete fifty Ironman distance events in fifty states in fifty days. He succeeded finishing his final 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike ride, and 226.2 mile run 50 days later on July 25th in Utah. 50 of those. I don't, I would have died. I would have died. And he was talking about like stories where he was, like him and his family were driving, trying to hit all the states. Like he had a point where sometimes he hadn't slept in like two days, and he's just doing that. But I mean, like when they, whenever I watched him like in interviews or like anybody that like does like ultra marathons and stuff like that. Steve Goggins, David Goggins, David Goggins. Yes, David Goggins. David Goggins. David kind of kind of different because he's kind of hyped. But like he's real hyped. Everybody else you've talked, you've seen like that done these things are just kind of calm. And like when like when you talk about like. Like us for our brains to wrap around that much endurance, like hundred mile bike ride, swimming. Like it makes you want to throw up in your mouth a little bit. But like he just is like, yeah, well, I just figured we'd do that, you know, and be pretty special. <clears throat> and you're just like, bro, like you had to approach death. And he tells about, it. yeah, there's some times where I just, you know, went off the road and curled up a ball and cried, and then got back on my bike and kept riding. And you're just like, oh my gosh. You're just like, and that's kind of like almost tying all of this in. It's like Bro. people that like suffer take themselves to the point of some sort of death. Something's, something's dying oh behind them. My, say and that again. Becoming, say that at a time. Say that one more time. Those people that suffer, something in them dies. Gosh, bro. Something dies. And that is less so insane, bro. You have to leave something. You had to leave something inside you behind when you suffer. That's the thing is like the same guy that's like facing death every day. Like his perspective, like open that up to me. Like he's facing death and a skydiving and all that stuff. Like he's facing death, but I think something inside him is dying and being left on that plane once he jumps or something like that. Dude, I got it. And he just gets a whole other perspective of what life is. Like each time he does something like that. And then like you open my eyes to something like that. Like I'm always thinking of these guys like junkie adrenaline dudes and like, but it's like they do it for that reason. Bro. And it blew my mind. And then it kind of made me think about the suffering thing. Something yeah. dies and gets left behind every time you go through a struggle. Dude, did you, is that the suffering? Do you know what quote I'm about to quote? No. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you're. Like, this is like a quote, like a major quote. Really? Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, bro. Here it is. I use this in a, in a talk. Anatole France, dude. Anatole France said, All changes, even the most longed for, have their melancholy. For what we leave behind us is a part of ourselves. We must die to one life before we can enter another. Holy smokes. Wow. You must die. You must leave some path- 
pathetic turd-like thing behind for you to enter a new life of championness. Like you, yeah. you gotta die to be reborn, kind of phoenix crap. Wow, bro. Well, that was like. And that quote sick. Dude, like you were it. saying that, I was like, dude, I've seen this. Like this quote is like burned in my brain. It's like change is hard because you, ha- it's part of you. Like you know, like it's it's part of you. And so when you gotta change something, it's like you die. You leave yes. that behind. It's gone yes. forever, bro. Change suffering. And like that's be. why these adrenaline guys or these life species guys, <laughs> but they like get to the edge and they're like, whoa. I almost died. <laughs> Whoa. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. <laughs> but I mean, like, that's what they're doing, though. Like, you think about it when you're, like, when you're getting scared to do something, like, even remotely scary. Yeah. Like, ride the rocket at Lagoon or some <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, you're thinking it, though. Oh, bro. You're sitting on there, like, hey, I'm going to die. I'm going to my harness breaks and I go fly it anyway. I think that every time I were the same person, dude. I literally am thinking, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is the time the train it's gonna go up the tracks and it's gonna be like that one movie destination, final destination six, and I'm gonna get a skewered on a peppermint stick. I mean you're riding the roller coaster, bro. You yeah. wonder like whenever you go by those things that are like that's what gonna fucking knock your head off, bro. We're the same person, dude. <laughs> Just decapitate you. Every time. Bah! Boom. You know what I'm scared of? I drive behind those trucks, those flatbeds that are carrying metal rods. I'm always scared it's going to hit a bump and it's going to fly through and just fucking get me right through the chest. I'm going to die. I'm terrified of that. Every, I switch lanes. Uh, you, I switch lanes I every time. Up. I'll go 90 past that. Oh, second. yeah. Like, screw this. I'll kill you. Uh, I'll kill you. Yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. Wow. wow. What, what point were we getting to on that one there, bud? What? What point were we getting to on that one? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I remember. Death. Yes. So it's like the ride when you're like, okay, this is this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna die. Oh god, I'm dying. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? And it gives you happiness. But these guys take it the opposite and they say, I'm gonna probably die. I might die. And they smile, let go and freaking do it. I can picture that. Oh my I'm gonna gosh. die. But like that's like what if you had that approach for suffering? Oh my god! This is gonna suck. Smile. I'm gonna die. Here we go. I'm this. Su- this is gonna suck. I'm probably gonna lose all my money. Oh my! Let's do it. Whoa! <laughs> this is gonna suck. I'm gonna look like an idiot. All right, let's go. Wow, dude, you've made me think my whole life over, bro. What if, dude? What bro, if? No, what? What if? Like, why don't we do that? Mm-hmm. Like legit, like if I, bro, that's what freaking rich people do. That's what rich people do. That's what they do. I mean, they're just like, they're like, hmm, you know what? I could lose all my money and go bankrupt and, uh, and not be able to feed my children. Here we go. Yep. Dude, that's so true. Oh my gosh. And it's not like a, a reckless behavior. It's like a, it's a different perspective. Yes. It's like. You, instead of thinking I'm going to die and this is terrible, you think that might happen. I'm still going to do it. Well, yeah. It's like, I'm like, I'm going do you think, forward. Do you think like, cause they have to like the adrenaline dudes yeah, jumping out of a plane or whatever. They have to be like, I could die. Oh yeah. I guarantee it. And then be like, but what, like, 
do they like this the the solo climber guy where he climbed free solo which means no <laughs> harness up el capitan um in yosemite great movie. park great movie great movie like he's like the closest to death out of all of all, I, all the time and he's gonna be like, a guy in you a guy in utah <clears throat> died like two a week ago well and that's what the free movie, climbing movie talks about was all yeah. those people that died like they don't make it past 37 40 or whatever mm. and they just they die but I mean, it's like, like do they die sad that's what I'm wondering. Like, do they, but I mean, like, you're getting to that. <laughs> or point. do they die afraid? You get into that point, and you're thinking about like, what's my like my wife? How is she going to take care of herself? Are they thinking about any of that stuff, or is it just like, or is it just like like you almost? Because that's almost selfish. People look at it as being selfish, right? That person being like, he's risking his life. What about his family members? What about everybody else? He's a selfish dude. But yet, when that's he going a little, it, that's going pretty deep. If you're not falling, you should turn this off. But I mean, like, he's almost like you think about that, though, right? He's like, that seems selfish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's a lot of people think about. Yeah, but like, but like, he can't be selfish because naturally he can't think that I'm being selfish or so he wouldn't do it. Gosh, man. He's all they've almost got to have like a more deeper perspective than what we Oh, I guarantee it. I'm almost like, you know what? If I die, then I've lived a good life. Yeah. Almost like not like, oh, man, I haven't. I haven't accomplished. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a regret thing. Maybe that's why we're so scared. It's like, well, wait, I can't die now because I haven't accomplished X. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast. We're going to go ahead and end it right there because it's long as hell. Appreciate you listening. <laughs> we got full bottles, hey. Smash it on a granny, you can smash it to your face. Never running low, you know, we stack about a case like an old grave. <laughs> <laughs>